Hey, this is Jeremy Isaacs, lead pastor of Generations Church, where we want to live like it matters. For more information about our church, you can visit us at g.church. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thanks again for listening. What's up, Generations Church? This is Pastor Jeremy, and happy Labor Day weekend. We're so thankful that you've chosen to spend part of your Sunday with us. As we say all the time around here, we never take it for granted when you choose to spend part of your Sunday morning here with us at Generations Church. So whether you're watching online or you're here in person, we just want to say thank you for that. Uh, You know, today is one of my favorite Sundays of the year because it's Communicator Sunday. And so a couple of times each year, what we do is we take the the message portion of our service, that sermon portion, and we allow other people just to come and share what God has laid on their heart. And over the years, we've done it a lot of different ways. We've we've brought people in from our congregation into one service, and a few of them have spoken in multiple services during those days. But today, I wanted you to hear from a variety of different people, several of them who are not really a part of our local church on a regular basis. And so today, you're going to hear from a few people. One of them is Johnny Moore, who is our missionary to South Southeast Asia. Uh, One of them is Pastor Kyle Jackson, who is the campus pastor for Church of the Highlands in Columbus, Georgia, their Columbus, Georgia campus. Uh, Church of the Highlands is one of the largest churches, maybe the largest church in the United States, and so he leads one of their campuses in Columbus. And then one of them is my dad, uh, Bill Isaacs. My dad was my pastor growing up. He is a pastor up in Ohio right now at a great church, Lake Erie Church there in northern Ohio. And so I wanted him to be able to share with you. And then uh, the final speaker this morning is Pastor Aaron White. Now, some of you have already met Pastor Aaron. Uh, He is the newest member of our staff currently. Uh, He is our family ministries pastor. He and his wife, Bethany, just joined us uh, over the last few weeks, really, from Birmingham, Alabama. And so you're going to hear from Pastor Aaron today to kind of conclude our time on this Communicator Sunday. But here's what I want you to know about Communicator Sunday and what's in my heart every time we gather for something like this. Uh, This is not a novelty act, even though it's a little different than what we do maybe 50 other Sundays of the year. uh, It's not it's not meant to be just an anomaly or something different. I believe that God has given to each of these communicators something for us today. And what you're going to hear from them is what they prayerfully uh, discern from God. Like, God, if I'm going to share with Generations Church, like, what is it that I need to say? What do they need to hear? And so maybe you'll connect to all of these speakers or maybe something that one of them says is exactly what you need to hear from God today. And I believe that's how God works in moments like this. And so I really want you to open your heart. I want you to open your mind. And I want you to really kind of focus in on like, God, what is it that I need to hear today? And if I believe if you take that posture, God's gonna speak into your heart and into your life on this Communicator Sunday here in September of 2020. What a crazy year it's been. We've talked about it to the point that there's no reason for me to rehash it. But I believe as we start September, I've been thinking about it and praying about it all week. As we start September, we are moving into the last third of this calendar year. It seems crazy because there's parts of this year that feel like they're flying by and other parts it feels like it's already lasted a full year or more. But we've been through eight months of 2020. And as we go into this last four month uh, part of the year, this last third, I I want you to really ask God, even beginning on this Sunday morning, God, what is it that you want to accomplish in and through my life in these last 120 days or so? I believe if we will ask God that question, that God could do more in these last four months than maybe we've seen him do in the last four years, or maybe for some of us the last 40 years. I believe that some of our best days are in front of us as a church, for you individually, for your family, for your business. I believe that God desires to bless you and to give you immeasurably more, not possessions necessarily, but immeasurably more than you can think or even imagine. 
And so I want you to take hold of that today. And so I'm not preaching today. I don't have a segment in this other than just to introduce these speakers. But I want you to know that I believe God desires blessing for your life. And over these last four months of this year, God could do amazing things in and through you if you'll let him. So I'm gonna pray, and then we're gonna jump right into Communicator Sunday. It's gonna be an incredible day. So just know this, Corey and I love you. We're thankful for you, and today's gonna be awesome. God, we love you. We thank you. Open our ears, open our hearts, open our minds. God, open our spirits for what you would say to us today. And God, when we hear from you today, let us not miss it, and let us put it into action, put it into practice. And God, over these next few months, I pray that you would let this be an incredible ending to what has not maybe been an incredible year. God, thank you for your blessings on our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Greetings to my Generations Church family. My name is Johnny Moore, and for those of you that don't know me, I am your missionary serving in Southeast Asia, specifically Thailand, Cambodia, Myanmar, the Philippines, that region, that area of the world. And we do a lot of church planning, ministry training, um, sidewalk Sunday school ministry, all kinds of different Uh, things over there. But currently, I am not there. I am in Tennessee, more specifically, my dad's office library. Um, So I am a 30-something-year-old man living with my parents at the moment, which actually has been kind of great. You wouldn't think so, but uh, this has been probably the most time that I've spent with my family in the last eight years, and it has just really been a blessing in disguise, and I'm, I really am thankful for it. Uh, but this is not the 2020 that I would have picked. Uh, if you'd have told me, Johnny, you are going to spend basically the next six months living in your parents' basement, and it's going to be like you're in high school again because you're going to have to borrow a car and figure all that stuff out. So um, I would not have guessed that, but truthfully, it is not that bad. Um, But that's what I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about today is this year has been one for the record books. You can put your own adjective next to it to describe it, but whatever you want to call it, uh, and some of you might have four-letter words for it, I don't know, but I didn't say that. You thought it. So we'll pray for you. Um, but this year has been just a, I, I, I actually am stuck in the United States at the moment. At the end of March, beginning of April, I was, uh, I was asked, we got, got a message to, to come back to the United States because the country that I was in, Thailand, was, was closing down, complete lockdown. Airports were going to be closed. So I had basically three days to figure out getting back to the U.S. And, and, and all that. And so it was kind of stressful in the moment, but thankfully I made it out. This was on a Saturday, Sunday morning. The next day, uh, the country completely shut down, airports, everything. So, and up to this point, it has remained so. So I'm kind of keeping an eye on it. Hopefully I'll get to go back to continue our ministry work there. But at the moment, our indigenous pastors are, are, are doing a great job of, of holding down the fort there. Uh, but to say the least, you may be like me, and this whole situation has caused a lot of worry and stress. Uh, not knowing what's next, not knowing what I can't make any plans for 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 next month, let, let alone next week, uh, just because we we don't know. 
but God has just really been kind of dealing with me in this and really revealing some things, but reminding me of some things that I that I knew, but really was more of lip service rather than practical application. And that is our attitude in situations that that are beyond our control. And I'll, I'll paraphrase one of my favorite passages from Philippians uh, chapter 4, starting in verse 4. And Paul is, is exhorting the Philippian church, and he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'm going to say it again. Rejoice. He says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, make your requests known to God through prayer and supplication. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, is going to guard your heart and your minds. Uh, and that's something God's just really been reminding me of. In this whole situation, um, I, you know, I get reports from the field there in Myanmar and Cambodia of church members and, and churches that we work with. You know, 70% of, of the congregation has lost their jobs. Their businesses have closed down. There's nothing that I can do about it except pray for them and send support. I, I, I wish I could do more. But I do know this, that God, I'm going to praise you in the midst of this. And I know that you have all this under control. The only thing that I have control over is my attitude in this. And it is my, is it my choice to, to, to stay in my parents' basement and kind of be stuck here? No. But I do get to spend time with family and just really grow in this season. So life is what you make it. And the only thing you have control over is how you react to those things you don't have control over. So rejoice. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Guys, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day. God bless you. Hope to see you soon. My name is Kyle Jackson. Such an honor to be with you this weekend. I love your pastors so much. The Isaacs are incredible people, incredible friends, and incredible pastors. But I am ready to jump in with you uh, today. I don't know if you're anything like me. Maybe you've been asking some questions of yourself in this new season, in this new reality. Uh, staying at home, homeschooling, running business from home, working from home. Whatever your new reality is. I know for me, I've been asking a lot of questions of myself. And maybe you found yourself up at night or throughout the day or maybe for several days asking yourself some questions. And this is the question that's really been at the forefront of my mind ever since this has started all the way through the last several weeks. And maybe you've been asking yourself this as well and just wondering, honestly, how am I doing? Like, how am I really doing in this new season, in this new reality? And I think that that's a question I'd like to answer for you this weekend, because maybe you're wondering how you're doing with your spouse. Maybe you're wondering how you're doing with your kids. Maybe you're wondering how you're doing as a friend or as a Christian or, or anything that any season you might find yourself in. Maybe you're asking yourself the question, how am I really doing? There's an incredible story in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, where John the Baptist uh, really has entered a season of change, a ministry season, where every Everything looks different than it did before. And John was kind of the man for a while. He was pushing forward this idea of a savior, a Messiah to come. People were following him. He had the biggest ministry on earth. He was baptizing people. And then all of a sudden, Jesus comes on the scene and people start leaving John. They start following Jesus. And where we pick up the story in Matthew chapter one, John finds himself in prison in a completely new reality. And he's asking his disciples to go find out some things for Jesus. Let's pick up the story in Matthew chapter one. It's says, Jesus finished teaching his disciples, and then he went on to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. 
John was in prison, and when he heard what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to him, and they asked Jesus. John's disciples said, Jesus, are you the one who was supposed to come, or should we look for someone else? That John sent his disciples basically to get some affirmation, to find out how he was really doing. Was, was Jesus even the one? Did he do all this for the right person? Did he even do a good job is the question John's asking. And look how Jesus responds in verse 4. He, Jesus replied and said, Go back to John, report to him what you hear and see, that blind people receive sight, Disabled people walk, those who have skin diseases are healed, deaf people hear, those who are dead are being raised to life, and the good news is preached to those who are poor. Blessed are those who do not give up their faith because of me. I love what Jesus did right here. John's looking for affirmation. John's looking to hear that he did a good job, that he did it right. And instead of Jesus affirming his performance, he really sent John's disciples back to affirm his purpose. And said the deaf, they hear. The blind, they see. The dead are being raised and the gospel is being preached. It goes on in verse 7 and it says, As John's disciples were leaving, that's so key here, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. He said, what did you go out into the desert to see? And he gives some weird analogies here in verses 7 and 8. And then he says in verse 9, then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. Verse 11, truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse 12, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven has been taking ground with force. The key to this whole statement here is that when John's disciples were leaving, Jesus turned to the crowd and told the crowd this about John, that John's disciples never heard Jesus say this. John's disciples didn't go back and tell John in prison, listen to what Jesus said, man, you're doing awesome. You're doing incredible. No, they went back and they affirmed John's purpose. And then Jesus turned to the crowds and bragged on John. And I just had a simple thought for you here today is I wonder if you're asking yourself the question, how am I really doing? I wonder if Jesus behind your back might be saying, some good things about you too. Maybe you're sitting around and you're wondering, am I being a good mom with this homeschool reality? Am I being a good husband with this new reality of working from home? Am I being a good boss trying to lead my staff from a distance? Am I a good employee? Am I even being a good Christian? Am I serving enough? Am I doing enough? Am I being a good student online? Am I being a good grandparent in this season? And I just want to look at you today and say, listen, single mom, you're doing great. Husband, you're doing great. Student, you're doing great. Grandmom, you're doing great. Business owner, you're doing great. And I think if Jesus could look at you, maybe just maybe this weekend and just tell you how you're doing and answer that question for you, I think he would say this simple statement and I think he would tell you that you're doing better than you think you are. And I think that if Jesus could really look you in the eye and answer the question of your emotions right now of how am I really doing, I think that he would affirm you. And he would look you in the eye and he would let you know that you're doing better than you think you are. Good morning, Generations Church. I'm Bill Isaacs. I'm Pastor Jeremy's father. And I'm honored today to be able to offer these, uh, these few comments to you as a part of your Communicator Sunday. So thank you, Jeremy, for giving me the opportunity uh, to do this. A single question, uh, one that I've asked uh, hundreds of times, in fact coaching pastors and working with church leaders throughout most of my life, I've, I've used this question 
many, many times. And that is, where do you see yourself in five years? Now, like I say, I've asked that question many, many times to many, many people over the years in coaching. But as I was reflecting on the opportunity to speak to you, I was thinking about the time that I asked that question when it was the singular most important time that I remember asking that question. That's when I asked it to your pastor, my son, Jeremy. He was a freshman at Lee and, and was trying to find his way. And one night he and I were in the car while he was delivering pizzas for Papa John's. And, and he was expressing the frustration of his present experience. And I said, close your eyes. Tell me where you're going to be five years from tonight. And that night he described to me the, the desired outcome, what he was hoping, where he saw himself. It, standing in front of students, telling them about the love of Jesus Christ leading them into the presence of God. And I told him that night, I still remember it, and I've told it many, many times. Well, then start living that life right now. Even though you see yourself as a pizza delivery guy, you're not. You're a man waiting in the waiting, getting ready to be a leader for God. You know, when you think about your life in five years, there's a lot of things that can happen in five years. And we tend to overestimate what we can do in one year and we underestimate what we can do in five years. But think about it for a moment. If you started right now, five years from now, you could have an undergraduate degree completed. Five years from now, you could be speaking at least one foreign language. Five years from now, you could be well on your way to being able to pay off your house. You could be out of debt. There's any number of achievements that you could accomplish in five years if you start living that way right now. Uh, so many times I've met people down through the years and they've said things like, well, one of these days. Well, if you wait for one of these days, you'll never get there. You have to start living that way today. And there's no better time to do that than right now. And that is to begin to, to in prayer, imagine with God what it's going to be five years from now, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do. And remember this, time is not on your side. I mean, I'm serious. Think about how quickly the last five years have come. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 60s now. And as I was driving today, I was remembering, was, just, was it just last year that Jeremy was pitching his first Little League baseball game? Well, was it just last year when Cooper was born in the hospital there in Mobile, Alabama? Was it, wasn't that just? No, that's been a long time. Time moves quickly. It moves fast. And if you don't get started now... You won't be there in five years. Time is not on your side. So just remember that you have to start living the life that you want to live, the life that God intends you to live, the life that you're supposed to live. You got to start doing that right now. So here's my advice for you. Sit down and think about the life that you believe you're supposed to live. Where you want to be five years from tonight. And can I tell you what I believe God wants to do? He wants to make those dreams come true, especially if they're God dreams. I remember so vividly that Jeremy told me what he thought he was going to be in five years. And I can still tell you where I was that night driving through the backside of Louisiana on a, on a, on a Wednesday night when I picked up the phone and I heard my son say to me, Dad, God did it. He did exactly what I told you I wanted him to do. I was leading worship tonight. I was telling kids that Jesus loved them. And I remembered the conversation you and I had. 
It's never too late. I want to encourage you to start living the life God wants you to live right now. You'll never regret it. God bless. Thanks again for listening. If today's message was an encouragement to you, we invite you to share it with your friends and family. Maybe subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It just helps us spread the word about what God's doing here at Generations Church. For more information about the church, visit us at g.church. Have a great day, and God bless.